He's a phantom. 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 He's a he's a he's a phantom. What's going on, everybody? We are back with another episode of Going Ghost, the exclusive Danny Phantom podcast. You know, meaning that's all that we're going to talk about. My name is Jake, and like usual, we are joined with uh, the co-host of the show, Chris Bales. Chris, uh, say what up to the people. Uh, what up? <laughs> yeah, that's Chris saying what up. We are here today, uh, episode five of Going Ghost, to cover season one, episode five of Danny Phantom called Splitting Images. And like always, we got a guest who does not know that much about Danny Phantom. Uh, today we are joined by a good friend of ours, Busy Stephenson. Busy, why don't you why don't you tell him a little bit about yourself? Greetings, hello. Um, my name is Busy. I'm from St. Paul, Minnesota. I know Chris and Jake from school. We're your good. Honestly, I'm pretty, pretty, pretty honored that you said good friends. I was expecting good enemies or something worse. Good friends is a good start. I was not expecting good friends. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> well, never mind that part. <laughs> Chris, what would you have said? I feel like friends is the most I'd go. Really? Acquaint work colleagues. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, busy uh, Busy does some modeling. That happens. Yeah. Sometimes. You do modeling? What else do you do, Busy? I sing a lot. Oh, what do you sing? In the shower. Never heard of that song. <laughs> <laughs> Got her. Becky G. <laughs> Becky G, that's, that's a classic. You can tell by... How loud she ta- oh, she's talking. It's going to be a treat, huh? <laughs> that's specifically the volume of yeah, my yeah. voice. I believe that's why I was brought in today. Right, right, right. So, uh, so here we are for Splitting Images. Chris, when was this episode released? And why don't you tell us a little bit what was going on in the world? Yeah, so this episode uh, came out <clears throat> Friday, April 23rd, 2004. So that day uh, was under the sign of the Taurus. Actually, okay. So, good. shout out to all the Tauruses out there. Hey, oh. Yeah, the U.S. president was George W. Bush. Ooh, busy, busy. How do you, how do you feel about W? Good times. Um, good times. That's good you heard it here I first. just want to say That's I feel that I'm being set up here. <laughs> uh, in that special week of April, people in the U.S. were listening to the song "Yeah" by Usher. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, that was a charming yeah, top ten yeah, yeah. Uh, during right. that week. Hell yeah! yeah and yeah. Uh, if you were to if you were to play a video game, you could have played Bicycle Casino. Bicycle Casino? I'm sorry, the what? The number one video game out at that time. What is that game? I've never heard of it. Are we more interested in maybe co-opting the podcast to be about Bicycle Casino instead of Danny Phantom? No, this is an exclusive Danny Phantom podcast, meaning that's all we talk about. Busy, shut your mouth. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hey, Busy, do you remember where you were on uh, April 23rd? Well, I was approximately six years old, so... That is not true. It might, it might be. Wait, how old are you? 2004? Yeah. I was born in 1998. Oh, wow. Fuck. <laughs> so approximately six years what old. What were you doing when you were six? That's what was like I doing? first grade? Well, yes. I was homeschooled, so I wasn't allowed to watch most TV except for PBS Kids. So I've never seen Danny Phantom, actually, which is, I think, an uh, interesting part of the show to talk about here. This is interesting to me. <laughs> I, have a lot of, I have a lot of thoughts about this because I didn't go to elementary school. So you have no... You have <laughs> I wouldn't word it that way. <laughs> okay, no, but... W- well, my first question is, what what grade are they supposed to be in? They're in high school. Danny and them are freshmen. Freshmen in high school. Yep. Wait, when did you... When when did you stop being homeschooled? When did I begin to get an education? Yeah. Sure. I went to school in uh, seventh grade. 
Moving on. <laughs> I answered your question and seventh grade. I still don't feel good enough. What was for it you. like? What was it like going from homeschool to like school? Is <laughs> that a hard transition? Um, honestly, no. There's two types of homeschoolers. One of which someone who just like can't hold a conversation because they've only ever talked to their mom. And that's you? No, I'm the second type of homeschooler, which is a person who's just like obnoxious and doesn't know when to stop talking. Mm -hmm. So school is fine for me, but but very different from this uh, this universe that we're looking at here because of the whole like lockers and bullies thing. Like that was not my experience. You weren't bullied at homeschool. (laughs) Um, Your mom didn't shove you into your locker. (laughs) No, she would just put me outside, but we just didn't have lockers. Do you have any crushes in homeschool? <laughs> yes. You did with who? <laughs> you, have a, you have a few siblings, don't you? Is, is that one of them? Um, well, we still like talk to people like my neighbors. I, I had a crush on my neighbor. He went to school. So it was like we went to different schools. It's like well, yeah, Juliet. You, I have a crush, but he doesn't go here. So you wouldn't know him, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. He's well, like, yeah, because you're homeschooled. Star-crossed lovers. It's good to know. <laughs> Anything else that happened on this day, Chris? Nope. <laughs> Wonderful. So, uh, without further ado, you know, I think we should maybe just dive on in. Episode five of Danny Phantom Splitting Images. You know, this episode opens with the cold open. That's something we don't really see very often with Danny Phantom, right, Chris? Right. And a cold open for those of you fucking dumbasses back home. I'll throw myself in that category. Uh, a cold open means something plays before the theme song i couldn't think of the word for theme song and so we got a cold open in the high school where we learn sam wants to save the frogs man right yeah so instead of them getting dissected on in science class sam just wants them to what roam free (laughs) that doesn't make sense to me man busy how do you feel about that the frogs yeah do you think frogs should be dissected yeah should we murder frogs no, I'm just a personal pacifist, so I would just, I would say no. But also, I really enjoy dissections when I get the oh chance. Did you dissect at home school? Or is that like more <laughs> of a hobby outside of school? Yeah, I mean, yeah. We, we had frogs in my neighborhood, so. You, you dissected know. frogs you caught outside? Yeah, you go outside. Did you actually? No, I'm kidding. Oh my God. That's one of the, that's one of the three signs that point to being a serial killer yeah, later in life is wetting the bed, peeping Tom and cruelty to animals. That is true. I got a story I can't tell on the radio, but I'll, I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> what about the internet? Can you yeah. tell on the internet? Yeah, I can tell the internet. Not now. So so we, uh, we're we learning that that happens. We learn, you know, it's, it's reinforced that Sam is kind of like the, I don't know if they would have had this archetype in like 2004, but she's like the classic like social justice warrior. Which is so interesting to me. How so? What do you think? Because she's like goth or whatever, right? Like the yeah. way that they dress her. Yeah. She's like punk. I guess. Mm-hmm. And that's just so interesting because there are so many ways that you could like make fun of a social justice warrior person. Like it's just interesting to me that they went that route to be like mm-hmm. she's someone who would be like anti establishment, right? Yeah. And and I wonder like about the a time period, like today, if you had like a stereotypically activist character in a cartoon show, like I don't think she would look like that. No, I think it would be more like a hippie. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, like yeah. the colorful hair and the buttons on the backpack, stuff like that. Yes. With like the the dr- the dreads kind of too, don't they? I don't I mean, that, I feel like that's a rift in the community. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't they? Some infighting. I don't, know. I don't know. But yeah, it, definitely in 2004, it was like, yes, definitely, goth is definitely. anti-establishment. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, also like 
being like an activist was a lot less mainstream, I guess, than now. Especially right? for kids. Yeah. Like now you look around like all, there's, I mean, like, yeah, kids their age. Yeah. Happening. Well, because I mean, the fact that she is an activist is like the butt of the joke for a lot of the episode, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because no one else is. No, no one gives a fuck. No that was like cares. the same thing with uh, the vegan episode. Yep. Yeah. Because she's vegan. Yeah, that was my question. I was going to ask if she, like, has been established to be... Yeah, well, that was the first episode, was her wanting them to have vegan options in the rest, in the cafeteria. So this is, like, a major part of her character. Oh, yeah. That's, like, I feel like that's almost her entire character. Yeah. Like that, and she's really rich. Yeah, we found out last episode that she's very wealthy. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you see that coming? No. <laughs> Either of the characters. She has a bowling alley in her house. Whoa. Yeah, hell yeah. Where is this supposed to be set? Uh, Amity Park. Yep, Amity Park. Which is where? Amity Park. You've never been to Amity Park? (laughs) Casper High. (laughs) Okay, but like where in the world? Do you think they picked a real place to do this? Maybe. I don't think it was shot on location. Do you want me to say Ohio? (laughs) Like, What what answer would make you feel better? (laughs) I just wanted a geographic location. No, it's just Amity Park. Okay. Is the weather always nice? I think so. That helps me a little bit. I think it helps you. (laughs) Helps you really get in the headspace? Yeah. That's really good. Uh, And so... Box Ghost appears. Yeah, the Box Ghost is back, baby. He's the and, best character. Yeah, a little or little fat fuck ghost, <laughs> Box Ghost, running around saying, "I'm gonna, I'm in boxes," and then he oh, runs away. So he is returning. Yeah. yeah. I just thought I was a dumbass. We swear in this podcast. Yeah, you can. I just thought I was a fucking dumbass. I was like, "What the hell is going on with this man?" I did not understand that character, but it makes a lot of sense if I missed something before. No, he, he he's on yeah. a, a, many of the episodes. He's yeah, just, he's, he's like the defenseless, really bad ghost that just kind of like funny and yeah, a nuisance. Yeah. He he yeah he's there all the time. Are there often ghosts other than Danny? Oh, every episode. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I mean each episode is kind of him fighting a different ghost. Hmm. Yeah, which we can talk about the ghost for this episode, which ended up being Poindexter. Yep, Sydney Poindexter. Sydney Poindexter, a little little, little nerdy dude from the 1950s, right? Yep. And so Sydney's whole thing was that or Poindexter's whole thing is that like he got bullied in the 50s in shoved into his locker all the time and died somehow yeah did die in his locker i kind of think that's the only explanation right yeah yeah <laughs> and so he yeah so you know he shoved in his locker died of uh, what i can only assume was starvation um and he haunts his locker and you know somehow he hates did, bullies he hates bullies if you bullied him if you bully anyone near him you're fucked as it should be yeah so uh busy what do you think of sydney poindexter you think he's a good villain for danny no no why not what, at all what do you think? because we sympathize with him right as a villain like i feel like they're supposed to make us like want to be fighting against him but the thing opens with us like we're we mm. are created to be empathetic toward it the show creates like the audience to have empathy towards his so character. then is the villain of the episode danny himself yes Wow. well that's what i was wondering i think sydney's the first one that isn't evil necessarily yeah because he when he first meets Danny, they're just kind of chilling. Yeah. Before like like they he is a ghost, but he's not bent on doing anything bad to like the human world. Right. So that establishes that there are other non evil ghosts. Yeah, other and than he's Danny. only evil because he assumes that Danny's a bully. Yeah. Because Danny starts abusing his power. Mm-hmm. So he's really just karma. Yeah. Busy. Yes. How do you feel about abuse of power? <laughs> <laughs> Heard of it? Um. Well, I think that this is interesting because. It, it like it it's clearly trying to make like a greater point right about like if you have something don't like fuck it up mm-hmm. yeah well i mean 
Danny, I think, I don't remember what the exact line is. He has a line at the end of the episode, which I feel like is literally him summing up the point of the episode. Like, oh, man, I had all this power and I ended up being a bully. I shouldn't have done that. Probably he, was the exact quote. Yeah, something like I think it was something like that. <laughs> I think I think that's what he said. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I probably said it pretty well. I could I could write for the show, Butch Hartman, if you ever are doing more episodes, hit me up. Yep. So <clears throat> that first scene the first scene ends on an interesting punchline. So when he's fighting the box ghost, the box ghost throws a bunch of props and costumes from uh the from Broadway a, classic My Fair Lady. My Fair Lady. <laughs> the the classic tale of Eliza Doolittle. Yep, as we are all familiar with. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. And then, so then Sam's intro. It's at. It takes place at Sam's Save the Frogs rally. Yeah. And then <laughs> Sam's introducing how. What do you have something to say, Busy? About the frog rally? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Look, if the high school that I went to just had a time when students could just go and rally for whatever the fuck they wanted to talk about, that would be some bullshit. These kids were never in class. Do they go to class ever in the show? I don't know. I don't. And then think she just had a podium in an auditorium, <laughs> and the whole school is in his auditorium just to hear her talk about frogs. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, that's good marketing. Like, Maybe if she, she <laughs> if she had to pull the crowd herself, she's doing something right. Maybe she just sent like an Outlook invite. Hot take. Yeah, maybe she's just rich. So honestly, that, yeah, her parents paid off the paid crowd the school to come to let her. Maybe. But anyways, she's trying to get everyone to save the frogs. So then she's going to show, I assume, the horrors of frog dissection. Mm-hmm. And she's like, look at this disgusting thing that's happening at this school. And then the curtains open. And it's none other than Danny wearing the costumes of My Fair Lady. <laughs> clearly dressed like a woman. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting punchline. Uh, it's a very 2004 punchline. <laughs> where they say, look at this disgusting thing. And you see a man in, in a dress. <laughs> Well, she didn't know that that's what she was talking about no, when she said disgusting. Sure. Well, I know, but the writers of the TV show knew. Because that's the joke. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I'm sure I laughed at that time. I was like, yeah. that's right. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> now here we are in 2018. Yeah. Where it's like, hmm, I don't know. Uh, I think that's okay. And then Tucker, Tucker had his fun lines where he's like, take it off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Take it off, please. You're so weird. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, you know, there are scenes in Danny Phantom that hold up pretty well through time. Uh, I don't know if this is one of them. Um, <laughs> we could try it. What's a current cartoon that we could put? <laughs> uh, is Adventure Time? No, is that done? I don't even know any current cartoons. Busy, do you watch cartoons? No. Do I have time Rick, Rick and Morty? Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty could do it, though. Yeah, I mean, that's different. South Park yeah. could do it. But uh, the next scene is at the school. Mm-hmm. Uh, the box ghost is chasing Danny, and he throws knives at Danny. Yeah. He literally threw a box of scalpels at Danny. Yep. And Danny was able to phase himself so that the knives didn't hit him. He could have been murdered by this box ghost. Well, that's always what I was wondering in cartoons. Like, the stakes are so high. Like, what, what if it happened? Mm-hmm. Like, what if he didn't phase and he got stabbed and pinned against the locker? Yeah. What does that mean? I think the show ends. Well, yeah. the kids just walk outside and the guys... Although, I pinned. do think that this show is, like, one of the shows that could continue if the main character got murdered because he's already a ghost. Oh, so are you saying... It would just continue into the ghost realm, would it not? Well, so is Danny dead or alive? What do you think? I... Okay, so from the theme song, I gathered... Okay, what... Yeah, what did you take He touched a machine. Okay. And then got powers. Okay. But here's my question. Right. What are his parents? It's okay, so I think he's alive. What do you mean, what are his parents? He's alive, but he has some sort of powers, but his parents are something weird, too. Like, they're, like, into hunting ghosts, or maybe they're robot something. No, they're, no, they're, or they're ghost hunters. Yeah, so they do they they don't know that he's, like, partially ghost. Correct. No. Does that ever come to fruition? 
Bring me back for the finale where he comes out to his parents as a ghost. Well, on the finale, we're hopefully going to have Butch Hartman himself. So, <laughs> it's a big uh, coming out story of yeah, Danny to his parents. Exactly. It's emotional. Uh, Busy, I was going to ask, what is your relationship with ghosts? Do you believe in ghosts? What does that look like for you? I believe in ghosts of the mind. Jesus. Okay. Meaning that I think that humans can convince ourselves of anything we want to believe. So, no, I don't believe in ghosts. Do you think there's any ghostly presence? It just maybe through grief or something we can see them? ourselves like in our head i think we like convince ourselves that we can it's just like humans wanting to explain something that we don't understand that's that's life that's religion that's politics that's everything is just humans trying to create structures and sources for things that we can't comprehend so after danny fights the box ghost he has to get a brand new locker man he has to get locker 724 Mm -hmm. which as i'm sure all of you back home you know that's the haunted locker. Yep. So he, I know, because uh, apparently everyone, every single person in the school knew that it was a haunted locker except Danny. I feel like they, well, two things. One, I feel like they could have named it like Locker 666 or something. Like something yeah. like, I feel like they missed out on an easy, yeah, easy opportunity. Yeah, they easily could have. The second thing I was going to say was, yeah, everyone knew it was haunted, but it was literally the locker right across from Danny's. <laughs> was it? It was right behind him. Because he's like, which locker? Because his, his was the caution taped one. Right. And he turned around and then there was that gross locker. So apparently this haunted locker existed right behind his. Yeah. All year and he didn't and see it. And why is it the only locker that has rust on it? Because it's haunted. Clearly the custodians are superstitious and refuse to touch it. Honestly, that's probably right. Yeah. So he, he gets a haunted locker. Mm-hmm. That can only happen to our, our ghost boy, Danny himself. So Danny gets his new locker. He opens it up. And of course, you know, there's a shitload of cobwebs. Yeah. And there's a weird mirror in the back, which if... <laughs> First of all, if you get a new locker, I'm pretty sure they empty it out. It's <laughs> just standard protocol. Yeah, I just I feel like it, well, not yeah. if it's haunted, not if it's like well known to be haunted. If I was a custodian, I would not empty that out, especially not for these people who were probably just rude to me all but, day long. But in the two, I wouldn't touch in, in that 2004, shit. it's haunted. But I'm assuming if this was in the 50s, in like 1961, it wouldn't have been a haunted locker, and so then they should have emptied everything out. Well, if Why? he if he died by. Sh- in the locker, if someone shoved him in the locker and that's how he died, was it not haunted the moment that he died well, inside they, of it? Well, they clearly emptied his body out. So they had to empty it out a little bit. Maybe it just disintegrated <laughs> sw- inside the locker. Oh my God. So no one's ever looked into the locker and his body decomposed in there? Yeah. Wow, this is dark. Uh, so then he got a new locker and Danny is bullied again by Dash. And so then Danny is like, you know what? I'm going to fucking do something about this. He inhabits Dash, becomes Dash, and he like smashes Dash's face into the locker <laughs> yep. repeatedly yep. and then put his head into a mop bucket. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if you were just walking around high school and then all of a sudden you blacked out for like 10 seconds, you you reawoken with what I can only assume was a broken nose, blood all over your face, but your face is in a soapy water of a mop bucket? I feel like that's normal for that character. Like for, he's for just Dash? doing fuck shit all the time. He's a high bully. bully. Yeah. I think yeah. High He's bullies. probably hammered constantly. That's probably true. I could see that happening a lot. Here's something about this character that I did think was interesting, though, right. is that I did not expect his voice to sound like that. Dash? Why? He does not have an overly, like, aggressive, masculine bully voice. Just because it's not, like, super deep? Yeah. It's, like, high-pitched? It was yeah, it's kind of an interesting choice. A little squeaky. Well, he's a freshman, too, I think. Hmm. So, yeah. they're all, what is that, like, 15? Is it is it weird that bullies are always portrayed wearing letter jackets? No, because they're like, jocks. You wouldn't have school spirit, and like I feel like most of them 
are too much of a fuck up to be like successfully on a sports team actually like really? in real life did you have did you so you weren't bullied at home school probably <laughs> do you have any experience of being bullied in regular school no really does, does that mean you were the bully maybe oh really no so well, no no i i didn't get bullied i didn't see bullying ever happen this is my question for you guys you're both nerds did you ever get shoved in a locker you how dare you call us a nerd look you invited me here you knew this would happen um no i was that's what i was is that, a, say. Is that a real thing that happens no 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 we talked about this many times yeah like, jake jake and i have talked about how in high school like there's obviously some bullying going on and like some teasing and name calling and stuff and like especially online but yeah we didn't see any like stereotypical bullying like no one got thrown in lockers no one got their books knocked over like no, no one got tripped everyone was pretty fine everyone's pretty chill. cordial at yeah. school like it, i would love to hear like because what it, i would just be interested to hear someone who like went to high school in 2004 did that happen then yeah right? was it bad because yeah. with the introduction of like social media then it's going to Maybe be largely online, like you yeah. just said. Sometimes I think you're a lot older than I am. But hey, you yeah. know, my sister graduated high school in 2007. We could have her on. She'd be a freshman then, right? Yeah. Oh, that's probably good. we get. Yeah, I want to know if anyone's ever gotten put in a locker or like a wedgie. No Anything. way. Or like a swirly. Yeah, but like, how do they? How's that in every show at that time period? Yeah, like it must have been someone's experience, right? Unless one popular show decided that's how it bullies are, and then every show copied them. Like Degrassi. I think it's kind of not. It, it's like being unhelpful by like painting this picture of like this is what bullying looks like so then kids don't know how to spot actual bullying <laughs> Ooh, yeah because that doesn't actually happen so they're like oh i'm not getting shoved in a locker i must not Called be bullied out yeah because i feel like it's oftentimes like verbal or like mental psychological intimidation yeah that well that's definitely worse i feel like yeah or even just like you see in shows a lot of times someone just like elbows someone and they like run into the locker like that never happened because all the teachers stand in the hallways while everyone's in the hallway yeah and if you do that you'd be fucked yeah yeah i remember that's uh, another thing i noticed about the show is that there's never any teachers and also rarely just anyone in the hallway ever there's one teacher named lancer yep and he's mean and that's it is, was he in the science was he in the yeah yeah okay. he's the guy with the he looks like cory stole <laughs> Do you know who Corey Stoll is, Bizzle? No. No one else has. Jake says that every time. I don't know who Corey Stoll is. He looks like Corey Stoll. No one else knows who Corey, Corey Stoll, Stoll is. Corey Stoll, he was in, um, uh, he was in, what was that Kevin Spacey show? The big one, uh, Netflix. What the fuck? House of Cards. House of, he was in House of Cards. He was the villain in the first Ant-Man movie. It's, it's right there, Chris. It's so obvious. Anyway. Yes, Danny bullies, Danny bullies dash which mm -hmm. is a change of pace for danny exactly because he's switching roles as the bully mm -hmm. and then we hear uh the ghost voice of poindexter saying bullies because he does not like bullies no he he doesn't but he says it a lot yeah i know and so then we <laughs> switch back to danny's house where we learn that first of all jack danny's father uh still big he's still weighs what i can only assume is eight tons he he's he, so large he's, he's so big he's like eight times also his legs are like an inch tall and the rest <laughs> of his body is so tall he's like a fat corgi yes he uh on two legs apparently when he learns that danny got a new locker he gets really upset yeah so he's just like i hear you got a new locker yep. and danny's like yeah it's not a big deal though the things they choose to be mad about in this show yeah why me. would they <laughs> why would anyone care 
the, I don't know. I found it pretty relatable. My parents are always asking me if things are haunted when I come home and complain about something. Yeah. <laughs> well, their like, immediate thing is it haunted? Well, the last one of the other episodes was they came back from doing zoo research. And then they're like, you're doing late night zoo research? And the kids are like, oh, yeah, that's fine, though. And they're like, mm, I don't like it. And then this one, he's like, get a new locker. And he's like, what's that a new locker? Is it haunted? Yeah. And Danny and them do so many things that would require parental intervention, except exactly. for these things that yeah. they care about. They just don't fucking care. And so. Isn't that real parents? I, I mean, like, I guess. I feel like that's real. They think they're being really dig- diligent, but they're asking the wrong questions. Like, is your locker haunted? Instead yeah. of like, how are you? <laughs> how are you emotionally? <laughs> So then uh, Jack says, hey, you know, better, there better not be any ghosts in your locker because I invented these. And he shows these <laughs> ghost gloves, which I can only assume are two infinity gauntlets. <laughs> are you saying Jack's Thanos? I think, I think there's a real connection between Jack and Thanos. I just need to, uh, I need to unravel it a little bit more. Well, those gloves are huge on Jack. So yeah. how big are those gloves well, you saw to everyone else? <laughs> Later in the episode, Tucker, uh, Jack hands Tucker the gloves. Yeah. And... The gloves, the gloves are literally like probably this big. Which are you? Know, just, are you? <laughs> are you doing a visual? No, I'm gonna describe it. It's like from like my nipple to like halfway down my thigh. Well, how long are you? Well, how big is my nipple? Is that what you're asking? I mean, like <laughs> I don't know what the ref. I don't know what this source would be. You ever it's seen a pepperoni? Like a foot and a half. <laughs> it's probably like a foot and a half long. Are these gloves? Yeah, that's what you put on a hand. Your your torso is a foot and a half long. I feel like it has to be more. Right? Wait, do you think it's Longer or shorter? Busy. <laughs> First she calls him a nerd. Now she says his measurement skills Look, are Jake, wrong. Jake, you've got a torso that's a foot and a half. You ever got shoved in a locker for that? I think I might have. I think I might have put one of my friends in a locker one time as a joke. Yeah. Which well, did they find locker. it funny? A well, band, band locker. Band, that's band lockers are big. Even yeah. worse. I feel like they made our lockers smaller so that we physically could not be put in them. Oh. Because we would always complain how small our lockers were. Did you have half ones? Like, no, we had, no, we had full, full ones, ones, but they were thin. Mm. Like we couldn't, we couldn't yeah. fit in them. They're tall but thin. Well, that's the other thing about the show is that it's a half. It, the, the, the the kids have half lockers in the show, yeah, right? They so fold it's, it up. But yeah, so then they had to get thrown on the top one. It's always on the top one. Well, that's like I saw a tweet the other day that was like. The most unrealistic thing in shows and movies is no one, no character has ever had a bottom locker. <laughs> like you've never <laughs> once seen a character in a show ever have a bottom locker. Have to like never. kneal down. No, they bend yeah. down, and that's like so realistic. Yeah. Like, a lot of us have it, which is just funny. But yeah, you're right. They never, they never get thrown in the bottom of the lockers. But so after that, uh, we get a bullying montage mm-hmm. of the again, no supervision in the schools, like Busy said, and the bullies are just running rampant, harassing everyone. Mm-hmm. So the first one is what they throw someone's hat around like a football. They like they. They they start harassing the band nerds at school. Yeah, and they like take yeah they take their the band marching band hat or whatever and throw it around. Yeah. And then Paulina uses her intense sexuality to <laughs> trick the AV nerd into looking at her, I guess, while yeah. everyone swoops in and ties his shoelaces together. That's smart. That's how you do it. That's how you bully. You wouldn't notice someone touching your shoes, even if there was a. I mean, I don't know. I probably wouldn't. I guess, but like, it was a ghost. I don't know. Well, it wasn't a ghost that tied his shoe together. The ghost untied. Oh, you're right. You're right. It was like it was Quan or whatever. Quan, <laughs> yeah. But but the uh, Poindexter didn't like it. He didn't like all the bullying happening. Oh, he was livid. So then uh, the ghost Poindexter comes out of the locker and starts assaulting all the bullies. He shoves like a vase over one of the guys' heads. He like beats the shit out of Dash or something like that. It's it's bad. It, well, it wasn't even him. It was like his. He was just like oozed out of the locker in spirit. <laughs> Yeah, like his energy destroyed everyone. Yeah, it was it was it was yeah it was a lot. 
And then we cut to the lunchroom. My first thought in the lunchroom, and this is not related to plot or anything like that, they had a shot of all the bullies, like the, in the Letterman and stuff like that. They look so closely like the cast of 13 Reasons Why <laughs> that I was very distracted. You think 13 Reasons Why really pulled from I think from so. Danny Phantom? It was a large inspiration. Yeah. I never like, saw it. You never saw 13 Reasons Why? Nope. Don't do it. Yeah. I mean, it, the first season's okay. The second season, I wouldn't do it. We can chat afterwards, maybe. <laughs> But yeah, and so that was going on. There's bullies in the lunchroom. And then Danny makes Dash throw all of his food onto Paulina. Because yep. Danny's like, ooh, I'm going to fuck with this guy again. And then he does. He, he's so mean. It is clear to me that none of these students are on like free and reduced lunch. Because that lunch <laughs> means a lot. You're just throwing your food around to like to to mess with someone else and also this food you watch them they have these trays and there's like a burger on the tray mm-hmm. and then they throw it in someone's face and there's something dripping off their face why does it immediately yeah, well, turn to liquid when they throw it It turns into like a purplish gray mush yeah and that's well, it. it wouldn't be funny if a burger is bounced off their face so then make it's them have comedy. like mashed potatoes and refried beans or something there's You're actually right. a moment in the scene i want to talk about there's a part where Dash throws burgers at Danny's head to like oh, make yeah, fun yeah, of him. Yeah. He throws eight burger patties at Danny's <laughs> face and they all stick and he's like, ah, loser, and then throws like lettuce cheese and like a big old bun at him. Yep. Do you know how much money he just wasted on that one prank? That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, like I guess they all have to have money. Mm-hmm. There's no free. Well, we did lunch. see Dash's house right at the last episode. Yeah, but I don't know if it was significant. I can't remember. It wasn't poor. He wasn't poor for sure. It was, like it was a, nice a big house, house though, because it was the huge party. I always wonder what the other characters think is happening. So, like from Paulina's point of view, she's just sitting at her table, and Dash just looks at her and throws food at her, and then just <laughs> looks confused and walks away. Yeah, she doesn't say a damn thing. Like, what? Busy has ever happened to you? Has a man ever just looked at me and thrown food at me and walked away? Yes. Yeah. I would assume it's the way that they've been socialized to show affection. So really, really shocked me very much. Christ. Has it not happened to you because you're not as hot as Paulina? I think that's true. You know, I never, I never used my skills to flirt with the AV guy. That just wouldn't be my MO. Like if I was that hot and I could just like get anyone, would I go for the AV kid? Have Absolutely you, not. Have you ever flirted with someone in high school just to get something? No. So you've never used your sexuality to advance your, your goals? In high school? Sure. What about in college? What about yeah. homeschool? Yeah? Yeah. Like what? I've never paid for anything. Tuition? <laughs> okay. Well, this is, where is this podcast going to be? Interesting. So like if you want a chocolate milk and the guy walks by, <laughs> you just flirt a little and then you get it? Yes. Hmm. Damn. It's deep. Damn, I wish I could get free chocolate milk. Me too. I haven't had chocolate milk in a long time. Me too. You, but- can't, you can't order milk as an adult. Mm-mm. That's why you need kids, so the kids can order it and you drink it. So it's like reverse buying alcohol for minors. It's like you send kids in to buy a chocolate milk for you, and then they like walk out and give it to you. Exactly, yeah. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. I mean, we just see more of Danny using his ghost powers for, I don't know if I want to call it evil, but he's using his powers to like, he's abusing his powers and being mean to like the bullies. Yep. Which Poindexter assumes then means Danny is the actual bully himself. Yeah, well, then Sam steals the frogs Yep. from the uh, near death they're going to experience. Right. Which is also weird to me because I feel like we, when we did dissections, we got cadavers sent to us. 
They didn't send us live frogs. No, we got them. They were dead. They yeah. were like dead oh, and frozen. They were for sure dead. They didn't send us live frogs, and then we had to kill them ourselves. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know about homeschool. I feel like you probably caught them on the street and then just cut their heads off and, you know, did what you had to do. <laughs> Arts and crafts and dissection. Yes. Well, we had about pets first. You know, you got to keep them for a few weeks, get to know them. Did you live on a farm? No. Mm. Hmm. Urban, urban frogs? Yeah. <laughs> urban frog. But so, then, uh, <clears throat> so then Danny tries to use the frogs to bully Dash. Mm-hmm. After Sam says no, he still does it. So da- Danny puts all 12 frogs in Dash's pants. Mm-hmm. Which you- honestly sounds terrible. Yeah, I mean, do you think it was implied that it was supposed to be good? No, but it just really it really got to me. I just really imagined having 12 frogs in my pants. Busy, have you ever had 12 frogs in your pants? Only 11, never 12. Mm-hmm. Don't know that I would go that far. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I think shoot for the stars. I think you can try. Anything you dream can be achieved, Busy. Thanks, guys. Yeah. That's but, why we're here. So then after Danny bullies Dash again, Poindexter has had enough. So he frees himself from the locker, yells at Danny, calls him a bully, and then they start fighting. Somehow that all ends with... Wait, does, is this with this scene where it ends with Poindexter taking Danny's body? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. And so that was kind of messed up because Poindexter is like... Whoa, Danny, you... Well, first of all, he says, Danny, you're the halfa, which apparently Danny is, like, notorious in the ghost world for being a half-boy, half-ghost. But instead of calling him anything that makes sense, they just say a halfa. And this is the first and last time they call Danny a halfa in the whole series. In the really? whole series. They, they change it to something else, like ghost boy or something. Yeah, I think it's ghost boy. Like, they all recognize that he's half-boy, half-ghost later, but this is the only time they call him a halfa. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't know if it read well when they, I guess when they announced. Yeah, it's it. weird. Is Hafa a derogatory term for? Doesn't it sound a partial like it? Ghost? Doesn't Doesn't it sound sound like it? It really does. Anyways, also, did you notice? Michael thought that like there were moments in this episode where Danny started laughing really hard, and he got anime eyes. I don't know if I was the only one that noticed that. What What is anime eyes? Like I could draw it. I, no, I can't fucking draw it. Who am I kidding? Um, <laughs> but like it's the thing where it's like the eyes are completely closed, but it's like a upside down U, and oh, they're like, yeah. you, you know what I mean? Um, Busy, can you make that face? No. Oh no, that's a good one. What are you doing right now? Yeah, that's really good. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so he had those anime eyes, and I was like, this is weird animation style. And there were also moments in this episode where like I thought the animation for I think paulina i was like this looks kind of closer to anime than like Mm -hmm. what the show's been before Hmm. which kind of confused me so then yeah and then poindexter yeah overshadows danny yep uh and then they do like a freaky friday thing (laughs) where they like switch places and then danny gets sent back into the locker yeah busy who would you do a freaky friday situation with if you could yeah like in my own life what i don't understand (laughs) i don't understand your question (laughs) no in jake and i's lives who would you switch with no, yeah, any, anyone in the world. Anyone in the world. Yeah. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda? Why? Do you want him to be experience what being busy is like, or do you no. want to experience what he's like? I would like to experience his life. How come? Like, What do you think he's doing right now? He's, I'm sure he's working on something. Who knows? He's just a genius. It would be cool to be a genius. You know, maybe you could have if you weren't homeschooled. That's <laughs> what I always think is holding me back. Yeah, I'm glad someone's finally saying it. Um, yeah, there was there was also a moment in this fight with Danny and Poindexter where they made a joke about. I think Danny said like, 
like a who do you think you are standing there or something like that and point next and, and then he was like oh you mean floating here yeah yeah and that actually made me laugh <laughs> that was funny um and then also during the fight in the middle of the fight jack and what is it madeline what maddie is, maddie i mean you can call her madeline, <laughs> madeline. probably if it's a formal um, name jack and maddie uh danny's parents arrive at the school because they're like there's some we got to check out this haunted locker and so they get there which is pretty convenient considering they're fighting right now also when i don't know if this is gonna get too dark but when did columbine happen was that after this this is before this right uh <laughs> Uh, wasn't the 90s? I, no, Did I think I miss- it was 2001. Well, because all I know is that like since then, I feel like schools got way more secure. I can't picture people entering schools when we went to school. Like we had people checking yeah. people in and like monitoring and stuff. Oh, 100%. Like two adults could not just come into school with huge gloves. 1999. 1999. Okay, yeah, really? Well, oh. So that's interesting. You know what I mean? Because like they just showed, even if they're parents, they can't just show up into yeah. the hallway and be like, hey, kids with these yeah. huge metal gauntlets or whatever like that. Yeah, the Infinity Gauntlets. Yep. Again, no supervision. No, there's just, I mean, there's just Mr. Lancer, and he can't be everywhere. He's checking on the frogs. <laughs> like, no, there's no one. They don't have class. Mm-hmm. But then also, they're not in the hallways. So, like, where are they? They're fucking Roman free. It's like a, I don't know. I don't know why I wanted to make a Pokemon reference. I knew it wasn't right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for sharing. <laughs> yeah. So then, we're in the 1950s, where now Danny is Poindexter. And that's a whole thing. That is a whole thing. The only difference, this is what I learned from this episode. The only difference between. No, well, well, we'll talk about what you learned later. We don't have to No, talk no, about right specifically now. from okay. going to the 50s. Okay. What I learned from this episode is that the only difference between nerds in the 50s and nerds in 2004 is higher pants. <laughs> like, Just really? Like higher waisted pants. Because his friend, who's his friend? Tucker. Looks exactly like Poindexter. Or cookie but from with, the classified with boot with low rise pants. Okay, so you said the pants the pants just get lower, but they're still just as nerdy. No, yes. the pants get higher. Well, Tucker's as is lower, time progresses. Right? Yes, yeah. Poindexter has very high waisted pants. Mm-hmm. Right, that's Sometimes the only to. difference between nerds. I loved all the slang of the fifties that they kept using. Oh, that was funny. Yeah, and there was a part where he uh, he he made a, a square reference, like he's saying you're a square, and it drew out the square. Mm-hmm. That was really funny. Busy, can you draw shapes with your hands? Do you know? Can you tell what this one is? That was a. I don't think you connected it to the bottom. That's just like a, a magnet. Is that a diamond? <laughs> it's a uh, eternal rectangle. I, f- I hate An you. Eternal rectangle. Eternal. Is that a thing? Yes. What? Can you describe it? Yeah, it's in math. Are you familiar with math, Chris? Guys, I'm really confused. I'm wondering <laughs> if people can see Poindexter when he's like invisible that's what i was saying because he clearly went invisible but then danny could still see him and then danny was clearly invisible point next could see him but then it seems like danny went like more invisible and then he was like where'd you go kind of well, thing. and then like when point dexter was invisible tucker said him said something yeah and then like sam's like what are you guys doing it doesn't really make much sense anymore and i'm getting real confused busy what do you think the rules are about seeing ghosts i think the animators just got lazy because there was also the whole time there in the 50s everything was black and white and i was like oh these people just had a, a quick quick time yeah they were coloring clearly, this. they were clearly taking inspiration from schindler's list by- <laughs> <laughs> with danny's green eyes yeah that yeah. was it yeah that was clearly <laughs> well yeah what was interesting was so this is the first time danny is in the ghost zone but he doesn't know it yeah he thinks he's just stuck in some because he says i'm in some weird spirit world yeah. So he doesn't understand, but it, for us as audience, we know that it's the first time he's in the ghost zone. Yeah. Wait, why would it be the ghost zone? 
that's what, really so what's the difference between traveling back in time and being in the ghost zone? Because one time travel is not real. Show and one doesn't. Yeah. Is he not back in the fifties? No, he's in like a ghost school. Because like in his basement with the portal and the theme song that changed him, yeah, that's like a portal to the ghost zone. Okay, but like he goes to the world where Point Dexter is being bullied, which is mm-hmm. not Point Dexter's life in the fifties. I mean, it is, but I think it's just like a mirror of it. Like, I don't think he time traveled to the 50s. It's like that, because that school is floating in like. So you're saying that the the ghost world is just an alternative universe that mirrors the current one? Well, it's just like. Yeah, I mean, like, his. There's like floating worlds in the ghost zone, and like, Poindexter's world is like his school in the 50s. So he's just eternally being bullied. Imagine your life being so terrible that when you die, your only representation of you is just you from high school. Fuck. I don't know. We were pretty cool. We talked about it last time. Hey, we were cool in high school. You, do you believe yeah, us? Yeah, I'll have to listen to that episode. You should. We talked. It was, with, it was with Gabe Bergstrom. We talked about how cool all three of us were. Humble so then brag. we go back to Danny, the Danny's school, right? Uh, and the parents find Tucker and they find Danny, but it's actually Poindexter. And you can clearly tell that because different color eyes. I, I was about the eyes. Only a few people have pupils. Yeah. Only Danny, Paulina, and Dash have pupils. Yeah. Why? Because they're cool. Danny's not cool. In this episode, he is. That's attractive. Well, but he always has pupils. I was going to make some because I thought it was just Danny and Dash. So I was going to try to f- find some like comparison between like what Butch Hartman's trying to tell us about maybe their character foil or right, something. Right, right. But then Paulina also had him. So I was like, hmm. When Danny wears the costume, when he like changes into the costume, is he invisible always? Or he can no. wear the costume and be visible? He wears the costume and is visible. Yeah. And then can also like turn invisible? Yeah. Yeah. And you can also turn invisible without being Danny. Look, I don't want to sound like a cougar, but he's a lot hotter in that costume. Just throwing <laughs> that out there. No, everyone, If I think it's like polls, is like everyone thinks Danny Phantom is like one of the hottest cartoon yeah. characters as far as cartoon yeah. Silver hair. I'm busy, busy. What would you do to Daniel Phantom? I would take that costume right off and turn him invisible in this, it's in my, inside of me. What? <laughs> <laughs> You want, you'd want him to be invisible? Yeah. You just don't want to feel stuff? Yeah. Interesting. Well, you heard it here first. Busy's an emotional lover, not a physical <laughs> lover. My so, phone number is. <laughs> so then after that, uh, we go back to 1950s school where Danny is being Poindexter and he's being bullied a lot. And there's kind of classic 50s tropes. Like there's the greaser. They've got all the kind of like 50s slang that we were already talking about. And then they pull Danny or Danny and Poindexter's underwear over his head. Yep. Which is, again, it's like, how does that happen? I honestly tried that one time, like on myself. Yeah. Just to see how far it could go up. Cause it's like, that's in shows. I'm like, there's no way this ever happened. And like, it did not succeed. How far to go? Like, not, not even enough. Like, not even enough. Maybe an inch. Like, it's not, you can't mm-hmm. go anywhere. Like, there's yeah. physical barriers that stop your underwear from going over your head. And then they just ripped off. And he was just like, okay, and went on with the day. Yeah, like, no, well, Danny ripped them in half. Yeah. Which is not the first, it's not the last time in the episode that he just rips his clothes and then goes about his life. Exactly. And like, how is this possible? Because later he was like hanging on the fan or something like that, right? And then like ripped his shirt in half. Let's be realistic about this. Did white people get bullied in the 50s? Uh, well, I, well, okay, think of it this way. Have you ever seen The Outsiders or West Side Story? Yeah. Busy, think of it this way, though weren't in the 50s like schools like entirely white people so then they had to bully some white very people. fair someone someone has to get bullied yeah so, 
Yeah. Bully the one nerd. But that's like, that was funny too. It was like the whole school was bullying him and that's all they were doing. Yeah. They didn't go to class either and there's only <laughs> one nerd. That's could, not realistic. Could you imagine being that one nerd? Yeah. Like, that's the thing I was thinking. You don't want to change yourself for other people. But honestly, if you were him, why would you not have? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, why would you not start dressing differently or something? Like, it's not yeah. good advice. But, like, if the whole school's bullying you... Like, if, it's, if it gets to that point, like, it, <laughs> fuck it, I Well, do what's it. the threshold? Like, what percentage of the school has to be bullying you for you to be okay for you to change yourself? I don't 50, think it's... Okay. 51%. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's okay. I just don't... As a person, I feel like you'd try it. You know what I mean? Like, maybe good advice would be just to stay yourself overall. But, like, you would try it if you were a high school in at a that, position. At that point, it's just evolution. That's just self-preservation. <laughs> so then we go back to Danny's school in present day... Um, the soda scene. The soda scene. This is when you know Danny's voice is different, and I really noticed it this time because it was Poindexter. Um, he's making all kinds of fifty references, which, and yeah, and then Sam and Tucker are like, "Hey, your voice sounds a little different." His voice is so different, and he's yeah. saying nothing the same. If one of you just started talking to me in a completely different tone of voice, a completely different slang, I wouldn't just be like, "Oh, what is it?" And then you're like, "Puberty." Puberty, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. That's high school. Yeah. Was, he, was your puberty experience turning into a 1950s uh, girl? <laughs> yes. I did I did start talking like a housewife with no life. Sometimes you have, to, you have to go back to move forward, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so then he, Danny, or Poindexter in Danny's body finds Dash trying to get a soda out of a machine. And he's like, oh, hey, chap, I'll do it for you. And then he grabs the soda out of the machine, or like phases into the machine and fixes it so the soda comes out. And then Dash is like, oh, that's cool, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, yeah. And then he gets like thousands of other cans of soda to come out of this machine. Did they just watch him stick his hand? They didn't see him stick his hand into the machine, but like they were just fine to like watch and like be like, oh, I don't know how he's doing that because I can't see the other side of the machine, yeah. but I'm just going to be fine with it. Yeah. Well, Tucker and Sam could see him doing it because they know he's a ghost. Yeah. But yeah, but, da- but like Busy saying, Dash doesn't know what's happening. He's just sitting there and Danny just puts his hand over and then they get soda. Yeah. I would ask more questions. Dash is pretty fucking dumb, I think, is the moral of that story. Yeah, but... And then Tucker and Sam are freaking out. They're like, why are you being nice? Mm-hmm. Like and subscribe to this podcast if you think that it's pop and not soda. That's true. Yes. Um, also, let's talk about egg cream. What... <laughs> This the fifty the Poindexter keeps making references to getting an egg cream, which I don't understand. Does anyone know what that is? You get an egg, you cream it. What? <laughs> is egg cream like a real slang term for soda in the fifties? I don't know. That's or did they actually drink egg cream? What is egg cream? Is I don't cream know. Like already eggnog? dairy? Um, they're all drinking eggnog. Isn't eggnog alcoholic? No, I mean you add alcohol. Oh, it's not inherently alcohol. No, if you're boring, (laughs) Jesus. Egg cream is a cold beverage consisting of milk, carbonated water, and flavored syrup, typically chocolate or vanilla. Despite the name, the drink contains neither eggs nor cream. What? Thanks, Wikipedia. Wait, what? So you're telling me egg cream doesn't have eggs or cream? Correct. Almost exclusively a fountain drink, although there have been several attempts to bottle it. None has been wholly successful, and its fresh taste and characteristic had require mixing of the ingredients just before drinking. Oh, interesting. Oh, so you can't... Doesn't sound like something you could get out of a vending machine. Oh, looks like Butch Hartman didn't do any of the research you just yeah, did. Yeah, Butch Hartman, you idiot. Come on, this podcast. Wait, so, people, 
I think it's funny. Like we've been on allegedly been on the moon. You know what I mean? Yeah. And people have tried multiple times unsuccessfully to bottle egg cream. Yeah. I feel like that's just like one. Why are we wasting resources if we fail once? Yeah. And two. Why can't you do it? Like I understand. I'm just kind of. I kind of still don't understand what this egg cream thing is. How do they make it? And then they're like, taste it. And like, what should we call it? Egg cream. Well, that'd be confusing because there's not eggs or cream in it. Yeah. Like, they, don't, they don't get it. Yeah. They don't fucking care. That's. I want egg cream. Also, apparently, egg cream is a very specific drink. And then. In the present time, Danny just says it's diet soda. Yeah. Which is not a specific drink. No. Yes, Busy? Okay. Again, on Wikipedia, I found food historian Andrew Smith writes, during the 1880s, a popular speciality was made with chocolate syrup, cream, and raw eggs mixed into soda water. In poorer neighborhoods, a less expensive version of the street was created called the egg cream made without eggs or cream. So this is the poor man's egg cream. In so a can it's, in a high school. So the egg cream is for poor people and egg cream is for rich people? You heard it here first. Mm, interesting. That's but yeah, so weird. But yeah, so that was weird. And then they're like, Tucker and Sam are confused why Danny's helping all the bullies all of a sudden. And I was going to ask, is all Danny had? did all Danny have to do at, up to this point was just to be nice and then he'd be cool? <laughs> yeah. Is yeah. that like, so are they saying it's Danny's fault that he's not popular? I don't know. Well, he's like... Sounds like victim blaming to me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... Poindexter is making Danny do things that's not something Danny would do. Yeah. And that makes Danny cool then. So does mean the way that Danny is as a person means that he's not going to fit in with the body. So he's just not cool. Like Danny's just not a cool person. Yeah, I mean that's the vibe I get and it's so like So change who you are. Busy. Entirely. Have you ever have you ever done something uh out of the ordinary to be popular or have you ever Oh, all the time. Name one time. I'll do anything for attention. <laughs> what's, like what? what what's the best story you've had where you're like I want to do something to to get attention or be popular? One time I was really little and my friends and I were at a park in our neighborhood and I found a pair of child's underwear on the ground at the park and I put it on my head for money. How much money? I don't remember. Wait, how old were you? <laughs> it wasn't a lot. Like ballpark. <sighs> I think this was like middle school, if I'm being completely honest. So that's a little old to do that. I totally agree. Also, your friends had money? Yeah. <laughs> These middle schoolers just walking around Chris, with money. Chris, I'm from Woodbury. Yes, they had money. That's true. Also, in high school, I shoved an entire Scantron sheet of paper in my mouth and ate it on stage at the senior all-night party. Wait, you for, nerd. For fake money. Fake money? Yeah. So you you downgraded your value. Correct. You used to get rid of Wait, so can you walk us through how that experience happened? So you were, to, well, you were sitting <laughs> okay. in the audience okay, and okay. you decided to go on stage so, and eat a Scantron? So the senior all-night party, we had to take this like quiz about like trivia about our high school. Okay. And I found a Scantron sheet on the ground that the bubbles were not filled in, but the name was, and it was a person that everybody hated. Mm -hmm. He was like the dash of our school. He was okay. an asshole. And I was like, wouldn't this be funny? And I pretended to eat it because it was funny. And then my friend was like, I'll pay you fake money for this fake casino that we have at school tonight at the senior all night party if you eat that piece of paper. So I crumbled it into one piece. And keep in mind, this is Scantron. It's thick paper, right? Mm -hmm. So I put this whole sheet of paper in my mouth. And chewing paper is a lot harder than you would think. And then we, were, we had an improv show, Comedy Sports came, and they said, who wants to come on stage? And I raised my hand without even thinking about it. And they called me up on stage. So then I stood there chewing paper <clears throat> on stage. So moral of the story is you were cool. Um, yes. That payout for fake money. Would you do it again? Uh, no. Hurt me jaw a lot. Honestly, I have jaw problems now, and I would be remiss to say it wasn't from that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, anyways, um, then we go back to 1950 school where we see Danny is trying to figure out how to get home. 
he's looking in the locker, looking through the mirror, and he's like, how do I get back to the normal world? But he just can't figure it out. But he can, like, see through the mirror to, like, the present day, right? Yes. And so that's so weird. And then we come back to the school, and Poindexter and Danny's body is literally giving out hundreds of sodas to every single person in the school. And I'm like, how much soda is in that machine that he just stole that he's able to give so many people free soda? You want to know another thing about this? Yeah. If this happened in, like, the later 2000s, post-Obama... There would be no soda to hand out. At least my high school, we had those <laughs> healthy vending machines. We handed out veggie straws. Thanks, Michelle. Really? Yeah, because we Michelle had Obama's whole activism yeah. thing. Well, yeah, but I think like at our high school, we had. Oh no, yeah, we did. We had sodas, and we had. I think like after we graduated, they got like healthier stuff. No, yeah, we had really bad things. I mean, like the a la carte line had like those uh, like uh, powdered sugar cake things and stuff <laughs> like that. Like it was just yeah, pizza's a vegetable. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. That was nuts. That was an intense debate. <laughs> that was crazy. But yeah, no, our school was fine. Yeah. And so, so all this is happening. He's doing sodas out to everyone. And then Danny is like yelling through the mirror. He's like, please, for the love of God, help me. But Tucker and Sam just can't hear him. And so he's like, fuck, what do I do? How many days out of the week do you wake up and look in the mirror and yell, please, God, help me? <laughs> I think eight. Eight times a week. Um, so Sometimes twice. So then da- uh, Danny's being bullied again in the 50s. And then he's like, wait a second. I have an idea. So then when uh, Dash and all the popular kids start playing football with Dan- a Poindexter and Danny's body, Danny has the idea to send a message through the ghost world into the grass apparently in front of where tucker and sam are mm-hmm. trying to tell him please come help me or like come to this locker get me out of here or whatever uh and so he does that without n- there's no explanation of how he's able to do that nope it's new power yeah i feel like he's getting new powers every single day yeah puberty yeah so busy do you think danny phantom uh has enough powers to be considered a god no what about a demon um well something that i think is interesting about this is that he doesn't seem that like nerdy to me right like you look at a character like poindexter and you're like yeah that's someone who would get bullied in a cartoon i think even tucker seems like someone who get would get bullied in a cartoon yeah Yeah. danny phantom doesn't seem like he would get bullied and then the question is what's the difference between somebody who gets bullied in the 50s and somebody who gets bullied in 2004 like are there are there qualities that are bullyable from the 1950s to 2004? Well, I think like the most like uh, like stereotypical like you're gonna get bullied would be like Poindexter even in the 50s and stuff. Like, but I but I feel like it's more vague in like 2004. It doesn't like, make any sense that Danny gets bullied. I yeah. agree with that because Danny is like if he was actually in school. Like, we talked about this one episode. I think it was like Natalie. He, he's like such a good looking guy and like normal. He'd be fine. Yeah, he'd be like there's no, and same with Sam. Like people wouldn't maybe wouldn't talk to her, but no one's gonna bully Sam. Well, yeah. maybe because she dresses weird, maybe. But he's very average. Yeah, I guess. Jeans that's true. and a t shirt. What's special? Nothing. Maybe that's the point. Maybe the school's trying to make him better. <laughs> the school's trying to get him to come out of his Bill's shell. Character. You're right. And so they're playing football. They're playing a game that I, I feel like I played in like elementary school. Uh, yes, I also did. Where they just tackle whoever's got the football. Well, Chris, what was the game called? I'm not going to say. So they were playing that game, and uh, Dash is like, oh, I got a plan. I'm going to get the ball to Danny, so everyone tackles Danny. Mm-hmm. And so that happens. They're laughing at him, but then Danny just, or Poindexter in Danny's body, phases through all of them and just walks away. And Dash is like, 
damn, he's got game. And I'm like, <laughs> that quote, he, something like that. It was close. And I was just like, how did you not see that he went through bodies and just walked away? Wait, wait, wait. Help me understand teenage boys. So you toss a football to mm-hmm. someone. And they catch it knowing that them catching it makes them the target of everyone else to tackle. So the, yes. ga- the game was, was it's like kind of like, yeah. So if you had the football, you had to have it as long as you could have it. And everyone else was trying to get it. So like if you had it, everyone would tackle you and you had to hold on to it. Why would you catch it? Because you wanted to prove that you could hold on to it the longest. Because you won by being the one that could keep on to it while everyone else wanted it. I That seems... Pointless. Play that in elementary school. Are you school saying a that the, are you saying the game where we run around tackling each other is pointless? Yes. Yes. Hot take? Honestly, <laughs> it did serve God. no purpose. Chris, what was that game called? I don't remember, Jake. There was a there was an appropriate name and there was a name that was very unfortunate. <laughs> I don't remember what the actual name was. Yeah, I just remember the the not appropriate name. Um and so all that's happening and then after Danny or Poindexter and Danny's body phases through everyone and gets a touchdown, Dash is like, all right, I guess you're cool. And so Sam's like, you know, we can use Danny's coolness now to get people to save the frogs. Yep. You know, because that, that's what this whole episode's about. Can't forget. Uh, Busy, if you have any other questions about Teenage Boys, feel free to bring them up. Okay. A question for you, however. Me? Did, no, Busy. Uh, busy. Okay. Have you ever had, have you ever been trying to do some, some activism and it goes awry? Like Sam's trying to save the frogs and then ghosts attack the school. Have you ever, have you ever been in a situation where maybe you wanted to uh, push uh, push some, some good agendas and then just goes wrong. I've never had an agenda in my life, Chris. You've never had an agenda? You're just going with the flow? <laughs> you like the world as is? Uh, I don't I don't know that I would say this has personally happened to me, but I do admire her intelligence. She, she just was like, wow, celebrity activism, that's cool. Let me go stick this button on someone else. And my, my question is... Why is Poindexter immediately like, yes, frogs, save them? It's a boss badge. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He thought it looked cool. Maybe they didn't have badges back then. That's true. Yeah, I was confused. I didn't know why Poindexter would be like, oh, I fucking love this. Why don't <laughs> Save the frogs. Well, I don't know why Sam, her idea wouldn't have been to give it to Danny. Like, why wouldn't she even have given it to Poindexter and then everyone would have been like, oh, cool. Like, why would she give it to Quan first? Then Danny's like, that's cool. And then everyone else likes it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know why she gave it to Quan to begin with at all. Maybe she just didn't want to recognize that Danny was cool now. <laughs> she still wanted to fully commit to it. Yeah. So then after that, we go back to the locker because Danny finally has a plan to... Con- or he, he, he contacts Sam and Tucker because they walk by the locker, which is very convenient, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, There's only one hallway, and that's cool. Yeah, apparently. And so then he's... They're like, oh... How are we going to get Poindexter back in there? And Danny's like, I got a plan. And the plan apparently is just for Sam to be like, Poindexter, come over here. And Poindexter's like, I'm here. And then Danny comes out and fights him, which, you know, very clever. I'll say, <laughs> I was like, this this is so stupid. Busy, did you ever have fights at homeschool? Yeah, of course. All like the what? time. Name one. <laughs> did your principal have to break it up? Uh, Yeah. Did you ever have fights at uh, your high school? Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time? Yeah. I never saw them. I was never in the right place at the right time. Do you remember any of them? Any fights from high school? Yeah. Yeah. Like physical fights, not like emotional fights? Yeah. What were they? Can you describe one? No, I wasn't cool enough to like know the people who were fighting. Kid got stabbed at our school. What? 
That uh, was after we graduated. Yeah, it was after right? we graduated. Yeah. But that was crazy. Uh, well, he got stabbed. Okay, to be fair, he got stabbed outside and then went into the high school. Yeah. So, so you know, take that for and, what it's worth. And died in a locker? No. Well, I he's haunting the school now. Um, so that happened. Danny gets, um, gets what's his name, Poindexter into the locker and brought him back to the 1950s world, right? And so yep. then they start fighting. Fighting the Hafa. Exactly. <laughs> I um, believe how that sounds so it bad. It sounds so bad. It sounds so derogatory <laughs> and it's so funny. Yeah. I feel like they, <laughs> they got a huge backlash and then they're like, oh, well, we got Yeah, you. they're like, fuck. Um, and so Danny, in all of his fighting with Poindexter, realizes, man, I've been a bully the whole time. I should have been nice. And I'm sure that's the message that we're supposed to take away with it. But back then, um, they, but back in like the 50s, you know, they're fighting Danny and Poindexter because Danny's got this whole plan. Um, then we learn Poindexter, while he is in Danny's body, doesn't know how to fight, right? No, apparently not. He's like punching with two fists at a time. Throws his butt at him. Exactly. I mean, that's a good move. <laughs> if you can make it work, it's a good move. Yeah, hey, I'm not mad at it. Haven't you ever seen basketball? Yeah. <laughs> I have seen basketball. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, so they're fighting in the halls. And then Danny has a plan. Danny takes the mirror and he said, I'm going to smash this mirror unless you, like, if you attack me, I'm going to smash the mirror so you can never get back to my time. And Point X was like, oh, but then how are you get home? And Danny's like, I don't care. But I was like, "What?" Yeah, I was like, like "Where are you Danny, going What this? is your plan?" <laughs> if Poindexter, like, Kamikaze. Like, yeah, like I'm they're just both gonna stay in that school. I don't know if that'll work. Um, but then Poindexter is like, "Well, I'm gonna inhabit your body and whatever." And then Danny's like, "That's what I wanted." And so then you see this big like fight inside Danny's body, yep. where like the two personalities are like fighting each other. I felt like I was watching Jekyll and Hyde, like split. Yeah, and, it, and that's what sleep paralysis looks like. Is is it? I don't know. <laughs> oh my god, that's a bold claim, Chris. Um, so they're fighting, and then eventually Danny kicks Poindexter out of his body uh, into his own body, and then Danny's like, "I'm, I did it, I win." Which I'm upset about because there's no clear rules of when you can inhabit the other one's body. Because no. it started off with Danny's like, "Oh, I can take people over," and Poindexter's like, "What? That's so cool. Maybe I can try that." And he takes over Danny, but then when they're in the ghost world, and then Danny he takes him over again, and then Danny comes back. Point next to like starts screaming that like he can't. Now he's lost. Yeah, I was like, you could just do it again. It doesn't make any sense. None of the logic um, holds up. Yeah, none of the logic in, the, in this whole fucking thing makes a lot of sense. Welcome to cartoons. That is cartoons. Um, and so then Danny gets back to his own time, breaks the mirror, and then. What's the teacher's name? Uh, Lancer. Lancer. Every time I ask you. Um, and then Lancer's like, hey, you got, you're got you going to get in trouble for breaking that mirror. And then it felt like the entire school was standing behind <laughs> Lancer. Like, yeah. Well, and the way they shot it or they animated it, too, was it's at a tilt. It's like, at like a Dutch angle. So like yeah. everyone in Lancer was elevated in the frame, and then Danny and them were so low. So it's yeah. like they're going to get jumped by this huge yeah, mob for like, breaking like Christ. a 1950s mirror that's probably worth like a dollar. Yeah. It's a haunted well, locker. Apparently, this school has nothing else to do other than stand in the hallway all day long. Yeah. There's um, always some people in the hallway at every school, though. Yeah, it's that's like true. 80% bullying someone in the hallway and 20% rallies for uh, Save the Frogs. Save the Frogs. And, and 0% actual school. No, they didn't learn a goddamn thing. School hard knocks. And so, they, <laughs> yeah. And then you see uh, Poindexter 
is like, oh, I'm stuck in the 50s time thing. And then all the other ghosts are like, you know what? You're cool because you fought off the Haffa. <laughs> and so then Point X is like, maybe I'll be okay here. And I think so, Haffa would be a good rap name. Haffa? Well, because yeah. it, it keeps reminding me of that one guy from middle school that sang that song at the talent show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Every time I hear that. Well, yeah, Haffa would be a good rap name, you know? Yeah. Maybe Logic could change his name. <laughs> Logic, if you're listening to the podcast, uh, change your name, maybe. Yeah, and so what else happened? Danny also releases all, or he, when he comes out of the mirror, he bumps into Lancer, which causes Lancer to release all the frogs. You know, making the plot with Sam and her activism come full circle, right? Yep, Isn't that great? Look at a woman trying for a cause, and then it's achieved by anyone other than her. Yeah, well, you know, as if I've learned anything from this episode, it's that women can't achieve anything. Men Clearly. have to do it for them. Jake, Clearly. that's a really good point. I'm glad you made that point right now. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I, Busy, you should have brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, sexism. Um, so that, sexism. Yeah, Danny just, like, reiterates the message of the episode, like we said before, where he's like, I shouldn't have been a bully. Being a bully is not cool at all. He gets a new locker. Yeah, he gets a new locker, and then he gets to the new locker, and then he runs into the box, ghost again. Um, well, his band geeks first. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's yeah. His new locker is right next to the band room, right? Yeah. And what, busy. Do you remember what quote the band geek said? Something like, "Do you want to come, like, spit shine my?" Yeah, I laughed so hard. He I said, "Do you want to clean was, my spit valve?" Yeah. My name's Lyle. Do you want to clean my spit valve? <laughs> would that would that work as a pickup line for you? Yes. You'd fuck a guy named Lyle who I need to. Get a spit valve. I don't know that I would polished. have picked up on that euphemism in high school, but absolutely today, if someone asked me to clean their spit valve, it's uh, it's gonna be a yes for me. <laughs> I love it. Paul uh, Abdul. Yeah, and so then the box ghost comes back and it's like I'm the box ghost, and then they steal the robot frog that Sam had, and they're like, oh, never mind, I'm going home. <laughs> and and that was kind of well, like, yeah. I mean, the box ghost said he's gonna be like a mechanical frog ghost. And oh then yeah, it backfired. And he's like. I changed my mind. I'm going to be the box ghost again. And it's the voice of Carl Weezer from Jimmy Neutron. Yeah. Which I don't know if Busy knows that either because she lived in a... Again, a, PBS Kids was all I had. In a hut. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that was... Uh, yeah. So the box ghost ran away. And that's that's how the episode ends. They leave us with that. Waiting for more. So that uh, ends the episode of Danny Phantom. Um, Busy, do you have any last minute thoughts about this episode of Danny Phantom? The best part of the show... Is the theme song. The theme song. That shit slaps. Does it? What? Yeah. It's so good. I would love to know who made it. Where are they now? Where's that band? It's Guy Moon. Uh, is that Guy Moon? Yeah. Yeah. He's a composer. <laughs> yeah. You think he made it? You think he like rapped the voice? Himself? I don't think so. Kind of hope so though. So like who who is who is it? You know? I don't know. That's it is a great Track theme him down. song. That's my favorite theme song I of think any cartoon. I do think it might be one of the best. It's a fucking Aside jam. from Phil of the Future. Big fan. Phil of the Future is good. Jay, can you hum a few bars of Phil of the Future? I want two. Okay, wait, count me in. Count One, me. two, three. Phil, Phil of the future. Da, na, 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 That is great. Phil, Thank you, Phil Jay. of the future, 22nd century man. So, so, yeah. So that brings us to a segment on the show that we like to do called Cartoon Logic, where we talk about things that happen in the episode that just can't, cannot happen in the real world, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Chris, you got anything to start out with? Yeah, so good old humongous Jack Fenton in the in the kitchen. He's, yep. always, he's always up to something, but he he got his you know infinity gauntlets. Yep. 
and then he just turned and i imagine it's like a furnace or something in his kitchen mm-hmm. and he just smashed it yeah he, he just ripped it off the wall he destroyed part of his house and was like well okay and then he he's always yelled at J- uh, danny about that yeah but yeah the whole the whole ceiling came down it was like animation of like mm-hmm. dust like he yeah. destroyed his kitchen um even before that i want to point out having the box of costumes thrown on a body of person and then they come out fully dressed in the costume mm-hmm. like with the my fair lady stuff is that, that not how theater works uh i've been in theater a couple of times and it's not busy have you been in a theater i've seen a theater and i don't think that's how it works okay. mm. uh i said well i talked about the underwear thing uh oh <laughs> the weirdest one in this episode was when danny as poindexter or poindexter as danny uh grabs the soda out of the vending machine and gives it to dash dash just drinks it he doesn't open it like he hands it to him and dash immediately drinks it and i was like what is that he drinks it all in one sitting too and then just crushes it and he's like well, yeah, they're cool. all opened like there's no lids or Has like be, yeah that's crazy not with egg cream <laughs> yeah egg cream, it just it's solid until you touch it yep that's crazy but yeah, yeah. That, was, that was that was the worst all one. the burgers thrown at danny i was like that can't happen that's not real yeah the food uh-huh. the uh, anime eyes Busy, did you have a? Did you have any any things you found unrealistic about this episode? Any fandom? Do you realize that you have a segment on this show about things that are unrealistic, and the show is all about ghosts? Mm-hmm. But the the ghost parts is based in realism. Yeah, you're the first guest to not believe in ghosts. Really? Yeah. Busy, busy. The ghost aspects of this podcast, um, they're actually based on the play Ghosts, which is a which is a from the early 1900s by. A uh, classic, a classic playwright by the name of oh, fuck. The joke would have been so good if I could remember what the player's name was. What's that? Ibsen, movie? Henry Ibsen, Henry Ibsen's play Ghosts is the inspiration for Danny Phantom. Butch Hartman, come on this podcast and tell me I'm wrong. You goddamn son of a bitch. So busy. Are you implying that none of the show is realistic? Correct. The school isn't. They don't even go to class. They don't learn anything. So that's out for most of what they're supposed to be doing the whole day long. And then his whole entire character is impossible. You don't think that you could be half boy, half ghost? No. The clothes keep ripping off. <laughs> Danny just keeps ripping his clothes in half and they're still on his body. And I'm like, how does this make any sense? How does that work? That can't work. Right? I mean, probably, but I think it served its purpose because I think Busy was turned on the whole episode. Yeah, that did make Busy want to jump the bones on Danny Phantom. And Daniel Phantom. <laughs> yeah, Daniel S. Phantom. Yeah, S stands for sex. Thanks, Natalie. <laughs> um, what else? What other weird things of logic did I have written down? I don't know if I have it. I mean, I, just, I had like the underwear gets ripped in half. I had the pupil thing. I had uh, all the lab equipment is destroyed in one of the scenes. And I was like, some schools can't even get books. Yeah. Like, you're going to get all new lab equipment. Yeah. All of a sudden. That's unrealistic. We had to share so much in high school. The fact that they were just like chilling on the football field during the day. That's true. That couldn't happen. They couldn't take like a... Did you have like a... Jake, what was that called at lunch where you got to go around? Open lunch? Yeah. Did you have an open lunch at your school? Only for seniors. Uh, yeah. Ours lunch was only like 45 minutes. So it was like a real squeeze to get to Potbelly and back. Is that... Potbelly? Yeah. We we were pretty good. We had like Taco Bell and McDonald's and stuff all right next to ours. Yeah. So it was a good deal. We uh, Dairy Queen? D- yeah, Dairy Queen sucked. Because it was so long. Um, okay, I had one part of... of Okay. The last scene, or the second to last scene, um, Danny got his new lock... Danny... It was when Danny came out of the locker and started talking with... Uh, what's the what's the teacher? Lancer. Lancer and all the other students and stuff. There, it, it, it would have one shot 
where all the lockers on the top were only even numbers. Oh, yeah. And then the next shot, they would be all the numbers in a row. Mm. And then there'd be another shot where it was even again, and but then all the bottom were odd. And it would go back. It would, It was so inconsistent. I was like... I really wonder how people animate cartoons. Because I feel like most cartoons, Wikipedia's, if you look at it, like there's all those gaps and like yeah. stuff about it. And like, how? how? It's 20 minutes. Just keep a folder of it's stuff so easy. and just look. Like, be like, oh, how did we animate? Like, do they do this months apart? And they have zero idea how to check? Do they have different people animating different shots? And they're like, there's no need to talk between the people. Maybe they do it on purpose so that they know some two two losers will sit in their bedroom on a Sunday and talk about the show and the inconsistencies. Um, first of all, we release on Thursdays, so <laughs> please assume that this is live. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, that just didn't make any sense to me. Are you just going to ignore Busy's brutal roast? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Um, okay, so so that's... A th- do you have any other no, cartoon logic things? Busy, anything? Nope. Great. So, Busy, we got a couple of questions to ask you about all this right. episode. Uh, busy... Well, first of all, we already came into this. Your relation to Daniel S. Phantom is that you had seen none of it, correct? Correct. Great. What did you learn from the episode? Well, Your Honor, I learned that it's never okay to get revenge on people. Even if you think that they're doing something wrong, it doesn't mean that you can do the same thing wrong back to them. Mm-hmm. And so that's something you're going to take away from this? Take the high road. Right. right. So you're going you're gonna to improve your life um, based on Daniel Phantom? Yeah, honestly, I think I'm going to go start a Save the Ro- save the Frogs rally. So if you're interested, I could maybe get you a badge. Um, I would not. vomit if I ever touched a frog. So. <laughs> Just immediately? <laughs> yeah. You touch a frog and throw up. I think I think I might. <laughs> that's that's, like, that's what frogs do. They're gross. You touch a frog and it pees on you immediately. They're sli- exactly. They're it's slimy. It's not gross. It's just different. <laughs> Whatever. Um, okay, so let's go on to our classic going ghost rating system just a reminder for all of you listening back home we uh rate each episode on a scale from zero to 20 there are four categories each on a scale from zero to five how many uh four categories on a scale from (laughs) zero to five uh we got the lovey-dovey factor how spooky it was the goddamn giggles and the soap opera score let's start with the lovey-dovey lovey-dovey factor what do you think you give it Chris? Uh, I gave it a, a really high zero. Yeah, I gave it a zero as well. Busy, what do you think? Well, what's in, what, what do you generally include in this? I think there was a little sensuality, right? With what? With that oh, girl Paulina who leaned her, leaned her boobs on the AV equipment. That's oh, true. That's true. That Yeah, it did get my blood going a little bit. Yeah, well, I, well, that was kind of like sensuality, but I don't know if it was like romance. I right? agree. So that's that's my question is yeah. like, what do you factor in? I mean, if there's this? like tons of overt sexuality in an episode, like we can take it into consideration. But I, still, I think it's still a zero. Yeah, because I don't think there's anything that forwards the romance for Danny himself, which I think is what I'm looking for. All right. Right? All right. So what do you give it a busy? Zero. Mm, so... Let's so, average it. So, yeah, zero, zero, zero. <laughs> let me let me check this. Busy, out. Uh, you're the math one that you commented on earlier with your infinity rectangle. Or right, right. Let me do the math quickly. I brought my uh, TI eighty four. No, that's not a sponsor. Zero. Right. Um, okay. So then the next one. How spooky was this episode? Busy. How spooky did you find this episode? I think it could have been better had they made it spookier because <laughs> the the. <laughs> specifically about the locker right like it could have been spookier if this was like a 
urban legend of the school. I think they could have played up the like, like <gasps> locker. What was seven twenty four or yeah, whatever? Like they could have made that into like a bigger thing, yeah. and like they did it a little bit, but I think it could have been hammed up. Like everybody in the school like knew about it, or it's like this some right. big like thing that everyone's terrified. It's very clearly stands out as a locker that you doesn't get used. Mm-hmm. So I think it honestly like they missed opportunity to like make that a little bit scary because I think that urban legends and myths like that stuff can be pretty spooky because if like everybody knows about it, then it's like seems a little more credible. So I don't know, maybe like a one. A one. Yeah. Okay. Chris, what do you think? I, I wrote down like a three. Yeah. Just because of the like when the people get overshadowed in this episode. Yeah. And they go through that crazy animation of like their face melting and doing yeah. stuff. That'd be scary for a kid. So I don't know. I was like two or three. I just, put on a three yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because because I, I thought the overshadowing parts were really kind of creepy. Um, and there was one other part. I don't remember what it was. There was another part that I thought was kind of scary, like for kids. Just bullying in general. Yeah, bullying. If you're, if you're watching this and you're like, I'm gonna get put in a locker and then went to the ghost world when I go to high school. Yeah, you're you're fucked. So um, meet in the middle. Yeah, two. Mm-hmm. Great. So then, goddamn giggles. How many goddamn giggles did it give you? Either of you. I wrote a four. Okay. Um, just because I thought it was pretty funny with all the the really stupid '50s references, and I always love love me some Jack yeah. Fenton. So. Yeah, I thought I thought the '50s references were really good. Busy, what do you think? Uh, it was like a two. I had like some. I had some a good laughs. A, cu- a couple of them. You didn't think it was funny when Poindexter said that he wanted to put an egg in your shoe and beat it. <laughs> I I uh, can't can't say that's my type of humor. You're missing out. It's a little avant-garde for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I gave it a three. So we, what do we got? A two, three, and four. Meet in the middle three? Yeah. Great. And then last but not least, the soap opera score. How how much f- drama was in this episode? I don't even know. Yeah? I couldn't like rate it. I gave it a, I gave it a two. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I thought the bullying had some drama and like... It, it seemed like there was some strains in like, the relationship between like Sam and Danny and Tucker and stuff. Yeah, it um, it made me. So I, this is another thing I think that the episode could have done better, but it happened in my head, so that's good enough. Is when he was stuck in the other world, like that's like every kid has experienced, like getting lost in the grocery store and being like, I don't know how I'm gonna get home. Imagine that, but on steroids because you're literally in an alternate universe full of ghosts. What the fuck? That's dramatic. <laughs> like that shit made me like. I feel like they could have played that up. Like that's some shit that kids can resonate with, right? Is like. Being like, I lost my mom and I'll never get home. I remember being in Hope Depot and being like, I'll never see my family again. <laughs> like that's dramatic as hell. So I give it like a, a four because a four, although oh although God. although the show could have done better playing that up in the actual text of the show, that happened in my head and I was like, damn, I remembered like a sad time in my life when Toys R Us, rest in peace, you know, being lost there too. Jesus so. Chris, what do you think? Well, that's a good that's a good point though. I feel like Danny didn't react as much as he should have to being lost in an alternative universe where it's all ghosts. Right. Mm-hmm. Like he was just like in like, someone else's body too. That's yeah. Fucking terrifying. Well, I feel like he doesn't also know like the like he doesn't really know what the ghost zone is yet. And yeah. like how kind of big of a deal it is. Wait, Busy, did you say you were worried when you got lost in Toys R Us? Yes. I feel like that's a good experience. No, There's toys everywhere. You can't have them. You can see them. You well, can you touch can't them, take but them you home. can't have them. But if you don't, if there's no home to go to because you lost your parents, then you can play with the toys. In the boxes? Well, you can take them out, but they lose value. <laughs> and get yelled at? <laughs> I don't know, Busy. I was, I was pretty, pretty rebellious. Scariest, yeah. scariest experiment in my life. 
All right, so we got a four. I'll give it whatever the middle of you two was. Three? Three, yeah. Yeah, we'll meet in the middle. Give it all a three. Right. All right, so we're taking all the scores together. We got a zero, a two, a three, and a three, mm-hmm. which adds up to busy. eight. Yep. <laughs> Does that check out busy? Eight out of 20. I'll say that's not the best score we've had, but uh, Butch Hartman, <laughs> I sure hope that they get better with age, right? Um, so that is great. Yep, great, so that- great, great, great. So that just about wraps up this episode of Going Ghost, the exclusive Danny Phantom podcast. Busy, we'd like to thank you for being here. Uh, where can uh, where can the listeners learn more about you if uh, if they if they care to? Uh, I got an Instagram. Mm-hmm. Do you do you want us to search for it, or do you want to tell us what it is? Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, at Busy Steph, B I Z Z Y S T E P H, mm-hmm. and from there also linked is my modeling account. If you're a photographer. Mm. yeah if you take pictures i hit busy up hit her up thanks again for coming busy and thank you all for listening this week as always if you like this podcast t- tell your friends to listen to going ghost and follow the podcast on social media at going ghost pod if you want to see more of our stuff you can follow our company northern nights productions on all social media at northern nights prod or our website northern nights prod.com butch hartman if you're listening please come to the podcast please for the love of god be our guest please uh, thanks for listening, y'all, and have a chill week. Bye. See you later. Peace.